Scratch your nose. Yeah. You want to just talk into the mic for a second and test it out? Test, test. Uh, that was, <laughs> that's your testing? Yeah. Just test, test, test. Huh? Looks like we're recording. Hold yeah. on. I'm just going to, I always try to find a new way to start these things because out of the 26 or 27 episodes I've ever done, I never know how to properly start these bad boys. Is this the starting? Oh, this is this is the real deal Holyfield. No. This is, everyone's going to hear that whole first part. No. Of me saying, you want to test? And then you go, test, test, test. and. <laughs> And with that awkward introduction, <laughs> I would like to welcome everyone back once again to season three of Live at 6.05. You okay? Yes. Something on your foot? No. <laughs> no? You're looking at your bare foot? Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing there? Just looking? Take two. I'm going to start this again. Why? No, my foot's all... I paused it, but then I realized I'm just going to keep everything as uh-huh. that's how it's going to go. We're going to get into what this week's podcast is in a second, but... Before we do all that, I got to give out how everyone can get in contact with me. Can I just do it? You can, but then I was going to say first, I got to introduce who's with me. <laughs> so on my left, your right, it's the award winner, the multiple return guest, Val Gomez. Hello. How you doing tonight? Good. I just got back from work. You did? Is this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or a Friday? No, it is a Saturday. Is it a holiday Saturday it as well? Thanksgiving weekend, long weekend in Canada yeah. right now. Um, but I had the pleasure of working uh-huh. today, and I'm working Monday. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> and now I have you podcasting as well. That's okay. You're just doing double time with work and <laughs> podcasting and all this, but everyone requests that you came back. Do I get a lewd day for doing your podcast? For your podcast? You can pick one podcast not to do. I'll Dying. ask you to do an episode and you can say, no, I don't want to do it. Right. Or you can take over one episode and be like, I want to do this topic or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. But I must say, all the feedback I always get about the show is either how awesome you are as a guest, <laughs> or when are you coming back, <laughs> or when are you going to get your own show. <laughs> Or any of these kinds of things. I don't, I don't know if I, I, I appreciate being the guest because I don't feel like I have time. <laughs> That's this true. This is like also awkward where you and I feel like some of our better conversations happen when in we're, this podcast. Oh, some of our better, are they going to say some of our better conversations happen when we're tired? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That too. Uh, yeah, even this week we were out to dinner with my Aunt Jay, my Aunt Janet. Shout out to Aunt Jay. Definitely. We haven't seen her since your sister's wedding. Which had been over a year, which is crazy because we, the three of us, well, you and I live together and then my aunt just lives basically at my work, at your work, like five subway stops away. Yeah. So it's kind of been long overdue. But when we were talking to her at dinner, my folks called her, shout out to Pops Malon, <laughs> guest from season two, I think episode three or four. Yeah. And he just called because he showed my mom. He was all proud of himself that he got his Bluetooth setup so he could talk on the phone through the car. Because <laughs> I don't know where you are, whoever listens to this, but in Canada and I'm, I'm pretty sure the U.S., it's illegal now to talk on the fo- like to hold the phone and drive at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. So he was all proud because Natalie, who we shouted out a no, couple no, episodes no, ago, Natalie. showed him how to put the Bluetooth on the car, yeah. in the car, however it is on the car. <laughs> And so he was all proud, and he was driving my mom home from work, and he was just, shout out to my mom, who just became a, a, a listener of the show as well. Definitely. Shout out Mom's Mal, and we just talked to her on the phone today. Are we just going to keep shouting out people this podcast? There's going to be a lot of shout outs this <laughs> podcast, so if there's anyone, you, do you want to shout out someone right now? 
Not yet. I'm going to hold my shout-out. Hold your shout-out. I'm going to whore out my shout-outs <laughs> and get them all out right now. But either way, I was just going to say they called to say, look, we can call you through the phone, on call you through the car on the phone. <laughs> then my dad was just saying, we just got – am I going too crazy right now? Yeah. I feel like I'm on speed or something. <laughs> run, 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 run. No. I'm going crazy. I feel like it's been a long day. I'll get – okay, I always get off track. Remind me to bring up laundry in a second. But me, of course. Let me let me write this down because if you want to get in contact with John, you can reach him on Facebook, right? At live at six oh five. Incorrect. Oops. Technically, well. Yeah, it is. Just look up live at six oh five on Facebook, like his page, and then you can see all the other modes to get in contact with him. But the cooler ways to check John out are Twitter, live at six oh five, Instagram. Eh. Why? I'm at Malum Camp. Oops. <laughs> Mal- which one? My Twitter. Check him out at Malum Camp. <laughs> You're so silly. You should have a live at 605 Twitter. This is just marketing one. Get me to 100 followers. I'll switch over <laughs> to live at 605. Straight up. If you want to find John, just go on our Facebook group for live at 605 and you can see all the other avenues of ways to get in contact with him. Yeah. Done. Perfect. Pressing on. <laughs> uh, and I was going to say... You said earlier, check me out on Instagram. I'm whoring that out and check me out mm-hmm. on Vine. Yeah. I did a two girls, one jacket Vine the other day that no one seemed to like. <laughs> it's not 1999 anymore, and no. that was disgusting. I was walking down the street. And, and you I'm... couldn't even see the other girl in the jacket. It's because I was trying to secretly photograph these two. Well, not secretly, but <laughs> I was. anyways, I'm trying to come up with creative Vine. So if you want to see my Vines... Go to John Mallon, or just search John Mallon, or whatever. I have an idea for a good vine. I don't know if I should say it or if I should just do it, unless someone Why steals my tell? idea. Yeah, just do it. I it takes a lot of it's basic. It's all about me all around Toronto, so it's like I got to be at certain places to do it. Oh, okay. But it's pretty funny, <laughs> so I should do it. Why are you crazy today? I don't know. My legs are crossed. <laughs> I'm wearing little tight white socks. My usual <laughs> Nike boxer shorts. Yeah. And this week, I'm not open-chested. I actually have a shirt on this week. Yes. Because I think the last time, I wasn't really wearing a shirt. Yeah, you look a little sickly. A little little crazy. Mm-hmm. I have a nice little white shirt with green stripes on it. Not that this is important Why or anything. Why are you telling everyone what you're wearing every time? I don't know. I feel disoriented. <laughs> okay. But Did you, like, eat your bath suds for laundry? <laughs> bath I don't know. Oh. Laundry detergent? Okay, let's get into this laundry thing. The point of this podcast, first of all, is there a topic for today? Yeah, well, this is, I feel like, going to be the truest form of a podcast today. Mm-hmm. Out of any episode I've done, mm-hmm. this will be the most, uh, not authentic, but the realest podcast because for most of the podcasts I listen to, whether it's Joe Rogan or it's Jay Moore or someone like that, they'll have a guest on and they'll just kind of talk. They won't necessarily have a topic. Right. Like a lot of times we'll do something where we'll have a topic. Like we talked about vacations last time you were on. Yeah. We've talked about, I don't even remember what I talked about. So many things. <laughs> so many things. But either way, this one is just us just going to talk for an hour. Yeah. But and, the, I guess there there are some like loose things. So we're not, well, not staring at you yeah, aimlessly. Exactly. It's just... People are always like, oh, wow, you guys are really good at just, like, talking it out. So this week we're like, well, instead of having a conversation, instead of having topics, mm-hmm. let's just talk, see how long we can go, <laughs> and it'll be that. Challenge accepted. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is laundry. Okay. And you just finished listening to my episode with this, where I 
uh, talked about my CD from 2004. Yes. Right? And they had, like, I basically, if you guys haven't heard the episode, it's called October 2004. And it's a whole podcast talking about a CD I made in October of 2004, nine years ago. And I just talk about every song that's on there, and it's all like rap and emo music. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. But before I started that podcast, I think I had like a 10 minute rant about laundry that day. Yes, you did. And I have another rant about laundry oh my today. God, what happened? I feel like I should only be doing podcasts after I do laundry. What happened? Not that anything happened today. This was just kind of like a very frazzled state that I was in. Always. <laughs> Always. So as you went into work this morning slash afternoon, yeah. I decided to go to the gym, pump some iron. Yeah. So I go to the gym and I pump some iron. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like. If you we're in like some weird role reversal, stereotypical, like you're the captain man. Yeah. And I'm off to work to earn the money. <laughs> you're doing laundry and going to the gym. Real housewife of uh, Toronto, <laughs> yeah. Ontario or something like that. Yeah. I know. I did. I, I went to the gym. A lot of people will go to the gym early. I went at like two in the afternoon, you know. Oh, dear. It was just me and a lot of like old women with fake tits. So maybe I am a real housewife <laughs> or something like that. Okay. So I went to the gym and I... Pumped some extra iron because I knew you would be gone for most of the day. Uh So I was there, did all that stuff, did all the normal gym things. Uh Okay, remind me to come back to gym talk because I got to do laundry talk first. Guys, this whole podcast will be me just listening to John (laughs) talk because clearly he's already set himself up for another story. (laughs) We're already about 10 minutes in and it's all... (laughs) All John, We're going to have to cut this one short. This one's going to go four hours of me just talking by myself. (laughs) See, in real life... This podcast is just a way to facilitate you just talking about life. I don't even know why you have I love stars. <laughs> Duh. No, it's I, I like having you here not just for your company because when I do the solo podcast, yeah. me talking for an hour, yeah. I get very dry mouth. So it's nice I can stop for a second, have a sip. Today, I have water and a beer. I'm glad I give you an opportunity to cleanse your palate. <laughs> As you were, tell your stories. Okay, so I'm done with the gym and I'm going home. And here's my thing about laundry mm-hmm. is I never go down there blind. What I mean is <laughs> not blind in the sense that I can't see. Okay. You people are going to find out. If not, you already know that I'm very neurotic about certain things. Yes. And so like I said, I don't go to do laundry without knowing that there's free machines. Right. Because we live in an apartment building where we don't have laundry in our unit. It's on the ground floor of our building. Definitely. Anyone who who does apartment living knows what a hassle laundry is. It's like a three-hour commitment. Pretty much. So I came home from the gym. I peeked my head through the window of the laundry room, Mm -hmm. took a look inside, saw that there's only one washer being used and one dryer being used. So that meant all the other washers and dryers were free. So my goal today was after the gym was, first of all, do all my clothes and wash them. Mm -hmm. But second of all, I'm like, if there are a bunch of free laundry, I'm going to do our bed sheets. Okay. Because we got to wash these bad boys. Okay. So I was very excited. But the problem was, to start with, I can't fit all my clothes and all the bed sheets into a a laundry bag or whatever. Oh, okay. I can't physically take them all downstairs at once. Right. So what I did was... Oh, and also, okay, here's here's my mind frame. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very scattered. Go. I got to do all the laundry. Okay. But the problem is I also have to shower because I'm from the I'm done from the gym. Okay. But the problem is I'm not going to come home, shower first, waste 20 minutes showering, getting clean and all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go grab my clothes, run downstairs, throw them in the washer, come back up, shower. By the mm-hmm. time I'm done showering, come back and my clothes will be ready for the dryer. Gotcha. So I come up and I decide to first get all my clothes. 
Okay. And it's going to get very interesting, I swear. It's not just a play-by-play -play of my day. Why didn't you get your clothes, like, packed up and ready to go before you left? Well, they already were packed up because they're in the bag. Yeah. I just, once I knew that the laundry was free, I just grabbed some shirts out of the closet, threw them in there. So it's pretty much all good to go, okay? okay. So my laundry bag's filled to the top. I run down the stairs because I don't want to go in the elevator with my laundry with, like, disgusting strangers. Mm -hmm. So I go down the six flight of stairs, get into the laundry room. Meanwhile, now I'm kind of sweating from the gym and I'm just like rushing to throw my clothes in there. Okay. So I throw my clothes in the laundry machines. Mm -hmm. You can't tell right now, but John, I'm acting. he's like punching is the way he looks like he throws clothes into the laundry machine. Yeah. So it's just me and this whole time. I'm like, I hope no one else comes down and then uses up all the other laundry machines. Okay. So I want to go back upstairs and get the clothes or get the, uh, the bed, bed sheets. sheets. So all of a sudden, put my stuff in, then some weirdo hipster guy with a tank top and like a mustache walks in. I'm like, oh Christ! Your double? Well, he had a mustache, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't wear my tank top out in public unless it's like Halloween or something, <laughs> which we'll get into Halloween later on if we have time. Okay. So he comes down, uses up a couple machines. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, all my clothes are now in spin cycle. Okay. And I make the decision: do I run back up and get the bed sheets, come yeah. back down, and risk? having uh, machines being used. Okay. So, hey, come down with a big bag of laundry and then find out all the machines are in use. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then I run back upstairs, still sweaty, Yeah. get all the bed sheets, rip them off the bed, throw them in the, 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 the bag, Right. run back downstairs, okay. and I was fortunate enough to get a machine next to my other machines. Good call. So I threw the bed sheets in there, and it was just a lot of work. It doesn't sound like it, but... Then I ran back upstairs, showered, yeah. and the next hour and a half to two hours is dedicated to me. Because I, I was on a split cycle. Like My first clothes were in there. They finished 10 minutes before my other one, so I had to come down, throw those in the dryer, wait 10 minutes, throw the other set in the dryer. Mm -hmm. And then I had to come back down and get my clothes and take them upstairs and come back down 10 minutes later for the bed sheets. And then I had to hold the debacle of, do I fold my clothes first yeah. or do I put the bed sheets on? Because I fold my clothes on the bed. These are called first world problems, actually <laughs> listening to the debacle of you figuring out how stairs and laundry work. <laughs> it was just a hassle. It was three hours. Half of it, I was dying of sweat. And even after the mm -hmm. shower, I had the post-gym sweats mm -hmm. from doing the laundry just because I was a nervous wreck about all that stuff. So mm -hmm. moral of the story is all my clothes is clean. We have a fresh sheets to sleep on tonight. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of a better Saturday afternoon so far. Sweet. What the hell is the story? From the laundry. Oh, the the story was just all the the extra effort I had to put in with me being that sweaty. That is a horrible <laughs> story to put on the podcast. I thought you were gonna say some jackass stole your clothes, or like somebody literally was like taking your clothes out of the uh, spin cycle while you were watching it, or somebody hijacked your machine. Listen, out of all the gym stories, I still have the good – or out of the gym stories, out of all the laundry stories, mm -hmm. I still have the good laundry story. I think I told it on the podcast where I got abducted by aliens. Yes. Either way, six years ago, I did laundry, took all my stuff out of the dryer, was folding my clothes, saw female panties in my, my batch of clean clothes. Not mine. Not yours, so I didn't know <laughs> you at the time. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, not that, I didn't even know who they were. So I was intrigued. I picked them up. <laughs> and my intrigued went to disgust as I flipped them over and there's a big shit stain on them. So that's, that's disgusting. That is. Okay. I said we'll get back to the gym, but before we get to the gym, we're going to get to you. Mm -hmm. You've had a big couple weeks. When I recorded that podcast, 
where I did the laundry and I talked about my, my CD from 2004, you were at an event, mm-hmm. Polaris, and I yeah. mentioned it on the podcast. And I also mentioned that after that event, I would have you on and you could talk about it and you kind of tell it, tell people what who don't know what Polaris is yeah, yeah, and what you did for it and then the award show. Um, so Polaris is like the indie Canadian Canadian indie version of the Junos, I guess. Um, it's for like critically acclaimed albums that might not get as much attention on the commercial scene, but so they're like, so like people like Justin Bieber and and like that, yeah. like those big huge people aren't getting nominated. No. It's more like the Feist, Feist, Arcade, like super indie, like Te- Broken Te- Soul, Tegan yeah. and Sarah, um, what you want to call it? Just like smaller bands, like Drake had been nominated previously, yeah, um, for the shortlist, but yeah, it's just it's um it's a really prestigious honor you get. Um, a grant from Factor and stuff, and it's like all the Players Juror members are all um, different industry personnel kind of thing, ranging from like radio or television or um, digital magazine stuff. So Ox was actually the channel, one of the channels that I work for, was a contributing sponsor slash presenter for mm-hmm. Players, which was amazing. So it was a huge opportunity for us to do um, stream Players live on our YouTube page, and then obviously um broadcast the event um in like a few weeks from now yeah and much music has always had the esteemed pleasure of doing it but now this is the first year that we've gone in to do it and yeah, taken cool. that torch away um but it was really great i had the opportunity to create all of the um video graphic packaging for all of the pre-show and the actual show so it was really awesome to be able um i got to go to the event and be there amongst all the so- Incredible musicians yeah. and the nominees and so when when does this air? Uh, it airs going to be online. You did the, there was a live stream. There's online. a live stream. You can check it out at Ox Television on YouTube, and then just type in Polaris. So we can see some of your fancy work, right? Yeah, uh, um, which is very awesome. And then if you want to check out the bands, um, so some of the um, nominees from this year were Metric, um, Godspeed, Black Emperor, Tegan and Sarah. Uh, Tribe Called Red, um, Who White really Horse. Cool. I like Tribe Called Red. They're Tri- like a cool, like native. Yeah, like Inu- are they Inu- Aboriginal. Aboriginal, and they do like DJ. Yeah, they're and... pretty. Oh my god, like amazing DJ. Really cool. Um, they're three dudes, and then Zaki Ibrahim, which is an amazing soulful, um, kind of like hip hop kind of style, and then White Horse, which was phenomenal. If nothing else, to check out Polaris on. Um, our Ox page, go and just scrub through and find where White Horse performed. They had the best harmonies I've heard in so long. So either way, I had a table. It was kind of set up like the People's Choice Wars where you have like a table with a bunch of booths mm-hmm. slapped on it. Cool. And then, um, yeah, so it was just like me, a few of the producers um, on the Ox team, and then our CEO and his <laughs> wife. And we all just kind of oh, – and our company's lawyer. And um, one of my friend Kate's managers, Simon. And so we literally just drank and watched the show. And like George Strombo was there as a presenter. You said he was like the best presenter? Super great, charismatic presenter. Went like complete riffing, not on prompter, no cards or anything. Sarah McLaughlin, Lou Reed, like just a Lou Reed was there? Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I like him from Gorillaz fame. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it was just like, it was an amazing show. Unfortunately, the band who I wanted to win did not win. And it's kind of bizarre. I won't tell you who won. Or can I say who won? It's it's already public. public. It's been all over. There's there's actually some controversy about the winners, right? So So who did you, sorry, who did you want to win? I wanted um, either 
uh, white horse. horse. Sorry. White horse. White horse to win or tribe called red. Cause okay. it's phenomenal. Um, but then the band who won was Godspeed Black Emperor and they weren't even there and they actually boycotted Polaris based on like environmental socio aware issues. You can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes right now. Like <laughs> get like get over yourself. First of all, I'd never heard of the band until they won and so I checked them out. Yeah. It's to me, I don't know, it sounded like pretentious, lo fi instrumental. Yeah. Like we're different and this and that. it's I just like get over yourself, yeah. kind of thing. Um, either Be- way, and that all like their accountant came up and like accepted the award, <laughs> which was hilarious. And I think at that point, like you never give industry people like anyone who works in media knows that we can throw our booze back really easily. Mm-hmm. The entire venue um, was basically sloshed at this point, and I think it just kind of dropped the morale a little bit that the band yeah. who won wasn't even there and they were against it. So whether or not that plays to the hipster persona well, of Polaris, who knows? This is kind of my thing about that is I can, I can understand, let's say these guys won, were nominated for like mm-hmm. at the Grammys for best album of the year or something. Yeah. I could see them boycotting that because it's like, okay, does Katy Perry really deserve to win over say yeah. like an arcade fire or something like that. But this is like, your home country, a really prestigious award that's, like, who knows when it comes to Grammys, it's just, like, a big jerk-off thing. It goes, mm-hmm. it's a popularity uh, yeah. contest. This is, like, a big thing for your country where they're... Real musicians. I guarantee you probably 70% of Canada has never heard of this band, and mm-hmm. now they're getting some recognition, they're getting some money to make more music because, you know, right. it's hard to make music if you're not a Justin Bieber out of, Tro- out of Canada. Yeah. And it's just, like, just show some thanks for getting the nomination and getting... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I just honestly, for me, it was like, um, for me on a personal level, it was just cool to see all of my work, like yeah, no, all that's over amazing. the venue, and like seeing it pub- like publicized, and just like being mm-hmm. part of this kind of stuff. Because um, ever since I got into this new gig and everything, it's just like a lot of really cool opportunities that I probably wouldn't have. Like I feel like you're coming to an event with me in a couple days, mm-hmm. so I just feel like it's a lot cooler. Like it feels kind of like my MTV days a little bit. Well, you had a very famous, iconic Canadian musician mm-hmm. actually play your guitar. Yeah. Did we, I don't know if we talked about this. Do you, I don't know. We just mentioned it a little bit, but yeah, yeah. just, yeah, um, you got to work with a really cool, like iconic uh, Canadian. Yeah. So uh, one of, um, what you want to call it, a few months ago, um, I got to direct a shoot with Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies it's fame. Been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> you had to decide and said I'm angry. <laughs> um, He's so the I, guy who doesn't rap. Yeah. That's uh, uh, the Ed? Ed, yeah. Um, but either way, he's a great, brilliant musician. Um, one of my other channels that I work for is getting his new show called The Illegal Leader. It premieres uh, Tuesday, October 22nd at 9 p.m. on Travel and Escape. Would he like to be a sponsor on the podcast and pay some <laughs> money and I will promote the hell out of him? But no, yeah, go watch that show because I've only heard nothing but good things from mm-hmm. you and how cool it sounds. Yeah, so. so it was like really great. And so we were just doing um, some promotional shoots and so I got to do a shoot with him in Kensington and directed and it was like a Saturday night and I brought my guitar because I mm-hmm. wanted to get him to do some throws for Ox yeah. um, thinking, you know, maybe, you know, he just would play it and just mm. like hold it as a prop. But then when we were on the set or whatever, um, it was actually like really cool because I do really like him as a musician. Like I love the Bare Naked Ladies, but we saw him solo at the Winter Garden. He was Amazing. phenomenal. Um, Even his solo stuff. Like a lot of times 
a band who's been around for so long. Uh-huh. You find out the lead singer or whatever breaks away from the band. They have new stuff. It's like, oh, God, this is going to be awful. No. But Stephen Page, I think the album was called Page One. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's 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 not too different from Bare Naked Ladies, but it is kind of more mature. And yeah. his voice is as good as ever. And the, it's I loved it. I bought when we saw him live with Dan. Mm-hmm. I ended up buying the album afterwards. Oh, just, yeah. It's so good. So it's called Page One. Check it out. page. It's really good. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So, uh, that show, we're doing a huge campaign around it. And um, back to the shoot, I got him to hold my guitar. And then he just kind of started riffing. And I, I swear to God, I was, like, in love. I was like, you can do whatever you want with my <laughs> guitar. I was so excited. And he's super cool. And he started playing, like, the opening lick to Call and Answer. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love this song. Yeah. And he um, did a shout out to Ox and plugged the show. So anyway, so on on Wednesday, my company is doing like a gala event to like launch the show, mm-hmm. essentially. So you and I are gonna go to that. Can I wear my baptism outfit? <laughs> yeah, not the white crispy bow tie and cross. My GQ outfit. <laughs> yeah. I have this awesome outfit that I wore to your nephew Benjamin's baptism. Yes. Where I had very cool gray slacks. Yes. A very crisp white button up shirt and an even cooler gray blazer. blazer that you picked out for me so <laughs> uh, i looked very sharp in you it looked very sharp i'll see if i can find a picture maybe post it you know which one you're gonna post too and i might have to crop some people out <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that should be cool so it's just been like a really fun experience so it's like very musical and then we have another event probably in november you'll come with me too cool so yeah i'm just I'm writing down whenever I talk about something I'm going to post on the podcast, like on the Facebook page, uh-huh. facebook.com slash live 605. Uh-huh. I always forget what I'm supposed to post because you'll talk for like an hour and a half and be like, oh, John, post yeah. this picture of when you fell down or whatever it is. Right. So I'm always like, okay, I'm going to write these down. Uh-huh. And I did this for the episode, the CD episode, right? I mentioned something I was going to post. I wrote it inside the CD case yeah. and I realized I never posted the picture. So let me let me open it up and see what I was supposed to post. I was supposed to post. Oh, I can't even read my. Uh, I can't even read my writing. Anyways, I wrote down post blazers. Ooh. So hopefully that trans translates. I guarantee you, in two hours, you won't know what that I means. I won't know what that means. <laughs> I just wanted to say how you were saying it was really cool that you got to see your work in this big award show gal and everything. Mm-hmm. I had a very similar experience Go. when it came to Bollywood fame. <laughs> so I work for Rogers. I'm a producer there, and I edit, I produce for Omni, OLN, uh-huh. FX, Little City TV every once in a while as well. And so over the last couple of years, I've had like, the pleasure of getting to do sizzle reels for all of our Omni like diversity shows. Uh-huh. And so it's really cool. I get to put together a best of of all our Bollywood, South Asian, well, that's the same thing, but <laughs> yeah. Cantonese, whatever it is. Yeah. And so they had a very big event in Toronto called Bollywood in the Park. <laughs> and so my opening big sizzle, which was like a minute and a half, played on the huge big-ass screen at Dundas Square. That is amazing. In front of Bollywood fans all around. And we went there just to check it out. <laughs> we do have this picture. Let me put, there's a picture of me like pointing up to the big screen. Yeah. So let me, let me write this down. It Bollywood was actually picture. hilarious. It was like a sea of brown people, <laughs> including me and then John. <laughs> <laughs> Whitest of the white. Yeah. Hey, I, that Bollywood stuff's pretty cool. And Oh my God, it's huge, right? It's, it's not like small potatoes. And my favorite, my two favorite Bollywood stars, Shah Rukh Khan. Mm-hmm. He's big for My Name is Khan. He won a, a uh, IFA award for that. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Bibasha is also someone <laughs> I really like. But Shah Rukh Khan, uh-huh. I, I know I'm not saying it properly because I'm white, but uh-huh. Shah Rukh Khan is like the Indian George Clooney. Yeah. A little bit older, really good looking, uh, big, big star. He's the equivalent uh-huh. to George Clooney here. Uh-huh. And I did research because I like him so much where he's been getting a lot of offers for like Hollywood movies. Oh, okay. Because, you know, you're a big star there. Why not come over here? Right. And I think he, he just hasn't he done him yet. He was in Slumdog, wasn't he? No, that was another. You mean the guy in the uh, who's the, the host, host of the Millionaire? No, he that guy who's in Mission Impossible. Yeah, he's another huge star. I don't remember what his name is. Okay, but he obviously is huge too. Right. But it's interesting because when I do these Bollywood tapes, I have to go through screen through Bollywood movies. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised to see the Hollywood actors who are actually in Bollywood oh, movies. Oh, for sure. Like there's one movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone where he like beats up like 15 people and like throws a car on someone. What? It's really funny, and I also like watching. I do a lot of like uh, Chinese movies and stuff. So mm-hmm. to watch all like the kung fu movies, and mm-hmm. it's so fun to do just sizzle reels because you get the beauty of all the Bollywood big colors yeah. and uh, cinematic views, and then the the big kung fu fight. So it's <laughs> it's kind of it's funny cool. that John's talking about sizzle reels because today I was at work to cut a sizzle reel, not an ethnic one, no, um, but just one for my company. It was really cool too. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So hopefully, I'm waiting for feedback so I can go rejig it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it looked fantastic. Okay, uh, another thing I want to just throw out there for all of our faithful listeners all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to either tweet me or email me live at six at gmail.com or Facebook me and just tell me what topics you'd want us to talk about in the future. Yeah. Uh, I've had a few people mention some things, so we might we have a couple of topics coming up down the line that I don't want to spoil now, but we're always open. I'm excited for two of them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Should we, do you want to give a hint? No. no? Okay. <laughs> so always just give out suggestions, mm-hmm. and if we talk about your topic, we'll bring it up mm-hmm. and we'll promote whatever you want. But yeah, a lot of people have been uh, excited for that. Oh, also, one other thing I want to say real quick is there a, there's a podcast awards. Oh. It's called the Podcast Awards. Mm-hmm. And I want to say right now, you can. it's the uh, nomination phase. Ooh. So if you guys go to just Google the Podcast Awards, mm-hmm. I think the URL is just www.podcastawards.com. Can we do another award show for how many times you can say Podcast Awards in the <laughs> yeah. span of 30 seconds? Maybe. <laughs> Either way, go there and you can nominate this podcast live at 605 for a podcast award for a podcast award for best comedy podcast. (laughs) It's really simple. Just scroll down. You'll see different categories, best comedy podcast, best sports podcast, all this Mm -hmm. go to the best comedy podcast, type in uh, our name live at 605. Mm -hmm. It asks you to type in the URL, Mm -hmm. which is www.live at 605.podomatic.com. It's important to get that in there. And then you just sign your name at the bottom. They don't send you any emails or anything. It's just a nomination phase. Right. So go there, nominate me if you guys like the show. Mm-hmm. And then in November, I think November first, if mm-hmm. I get nominated, yeah, I can. Uh, you can then vote for it. So, did you vote or nominate me yet? Not yet. I will. That's okay. I already used your name and email <laughs> to nominate myself. <laughs> so I just that's just something. Because if we get nominated, more people can hear it, and then we can do it more often because, mm-hmm. you know, if people aren't listening, we're not going to do this. Right. But the good thing is season three has been even stronger than the first two seasons. Yeah. Which is, and again, Tuesdays are better than Mondays. So good that I've mentioned all the places this has been downloaded mm-hmm. outside of the U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia, China, Japan, the Australia, Dominican mm-hmm. Republic. 
Well, some of our uh, fans who I want to give a shout out, like I said, another shout out. Uh-huh. There's three awesome ladies uh-huh. in the Philippines. Oh, crazy! Who actually gave us a shout out, a really nice comment. Uh-huh. They um they have a podcast too. Uh, they're called the Tomboy Tirade. Okay. And it's three three uh, women from the Philippines, uh-huh. and they have an awesome podcast. I've listened to it. It's really funny. They're really great on it. Okay. And they actually wrote a comment saying that it was really good to have us back for season three. Nice. So they're really awesome. I wonder if they're based out of Manila. A thriller in Manila? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anyone in there? Or is that just like... In Manila? Yeah. I have friends who are from there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like their families are from Do there. Do they have a podcast about being tomboys? No. <laughs> so Maybe they're friends of a friends. Could be. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So everyone check out their podcast, The Tomboy mm-hmm. Tirade, mm-hmm. and follow them on Twitter. We follow each other back. So mm-hmm. it was just... It's really cool. I love when people... I used to always read the uh, the feedback. Now I just sometimes I forget to do it. Uh-huh. So awesome that these people all the way over in the Philippines, like uh-huh. that's the other side of the world. Uh-huh. And just shout out to them. We listen to all their stuff here in Toronto. So it's it's nice to make uh, friends with everybody. Definitely. Now, so another story that I haven't told you yet. Uh-huh. Uh, I got another podcast shout out today. From who? So there's this huge podcast, one of the biggest comedy podcasts. Uh-huh. So the biggest one right now on Potomatic and in like just in general is the Black Guy Who Tips. <laughs> Best name ever. They're awesome. I listen mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. But one of the other biggest podcasts in the comedy world, it's called Get in the Corner. Okay. And so it's these two guys and they're hugely popular. And I've tweeted them. They've tweeted me and we've kind of – I've shouted them out on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And so like they're big kind of with – Joe Rogan's whole thing is called Death Squad. Like, that's his kind of podcast family. Oh, okay. So they're kind of big with them. Okay. So anyways, I've been tweeting them back and forth, and they were saying that they want to get me on their show. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, they said, they, uh, Yuck Nasty, which is one of the guys, okay. tweeted me a uh, private message and said, we, you should come on the show, and, like, no BS or anything. Uh-huh. So we're going to try and work that out, and I'm going to try and get to go on their that's show. That's so crazy. Are they in Toronto? No, they're in Wisconsin. Oh, so I guess it would just be like a Skype, a Skype thing. or a phone call or something. That's so, so badass. Yeah. So wait, what do they talk about then? <laughs> oh Lord, do I want to know? You don't want to know. It's not. It's definitely not your cup of tea. It's a <laughs> lot of. They probably say dick about ten times Yay! in about thirty seconds. Okay. But they're really big, and I listen to their podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, the two guys on there is called Yuck Nasty and Daga Baby. <laughs> okay. It's called Get in the Corner. So everyone go listen to them. Christ. And I'm gonna try and figure out. A time to go on their show. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll post that show on one of my episodes or they'll do something with me. So, Jeez Louise. Okay. So, so shout out to those guys. I thought, I thought that's pretty cool. Very cool. So everyone seems to be, you know, the more and more you do the podcast and the more fun it is, like having great guests like you, mm-hmm. the more popular it gets. So I think that's pretty cool. I like it. So as we, I was mentioning earlier, you're working on this holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Which holiday is it for us here in Canada? Thanksgiving. And this is probably the first Thanksgiving maybe ever where I actually didn't go back home to beautiful Ottawa, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna be, I'm going to be celebrating Thanksgiving when we're here, folks, tomorrow. Yes. Although, ironically, this is the first Thanksgiving where your brothers and their wives aren't going to be here. It's so sad. I've never had a Thanksgiving where, like, my brothers and, like, my extended family aren't together. And this is, like, the first one. And I am, like, perpetually four years old when it comes to celebrating holidays with my family. Like, I want them there oh christmas is the big one for you oh yeah like i need to be home with my family it needs to be snowing like it has to be cold and like still pretty outside 
Uh, if you want it to be cold and pretty and snowy, you should come to Ottawa for Christmas because there's always snow. Fail. Fail. Epic fail. Tell your family to come here. Oh, my mom would pack up in a second to come see you and Benjamin. See. <laughs> but it, ah, uh, itchy ear. Hold on. Oh. Plus, I should get the rank. It's my birthday, your mom's, and it's Christmas. And it's also my parents' anniversary. Yeah. Here, see? This is why I got to get like a second and third job just for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So Christmas time, there's the Christmas expense. Mm -hmm. It's your birthday on December 23rd. Mm -hmm. It is my mom's birthday on December 21st. Mm -hmm. It is my folks' anniversary on December 29th. Yep. And I also want to buy cool shit for myself <laughs> because it's Boxing Day. Right. So it's it's an expensive time of the year. Yeah. Got to make that cheddar. I got to get more sponsors for this show. <laughs> You're not going to get it doing laundry and going to the gym, my dear. You know, maybe one of these days I'll just do a whole laundry podcast where I go and fold laundry and do a podcast and talk at the same time or something. Nobody's going to ask you to be on their podcast then. I don't know. Maybe there's other laundry. You know, there's people with like weird fetishes out there. Maybe there's people who just love listening about laundry stories. Maybe it's you. <laughs> Probably it's just <laughs> me. But no, I'm excited to get some turkey tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, it's It's been so busy that I, I, we're just looking for more of like a low-key Thanksgiving. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, you got to work, but... Yeah, like last weekend it was Danimal's birthday and Benjamin's. Yeah. And then the week before that was something else. I can't remember. Something. I just feel like we haven't had a weekend off. Well, Literally. It's just, it's been weekends of, of work, or not just working, but hanging out, and here we are playing the tiniest violin, but you know, yeah. it's busy, and you've been working super long hours, so we just kind of wanted to like, the, ch chillax. The worst day ever, guys, like, most people know me, I wear contacts pretty much every single day for yep. about 12 hours a day, but if I wear my glasses to work, you know, it's like, to the point where... Look out. Look out, I am exhausted, and... <laughs> I can't actually function. So coming off of Polaris, I didn't realize how drunk I probably was. Till I <laughs> all had the free go, booze. All the free booze because I had been drinking from 5 till like 12.30 straight. Mm -hmm. And so I went to work the next day for 8.15 like a trooper. And I don't think the hangover <laughs> kicked in till like 1 p.m. Oh, my God. So that was a bit painful, and I wish I had my glasses. But then this past thursday or wednesday yeah. because i've been so busy on this sizzle reel the non-ethnic sizzle reel that i have to produce i went into work for 6 15 in the morning oh. and didn't get out till 8 that day and that was the day i wore my glasses yeah that, that was pretty crazy before i forget i just want i just thought of a good life tip mm. so here this is one of john's life tips Tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch trip, this is John's life tips. Because I've been trying to get, tell you about this because you're one of those people where if you wake up at like, if your alarm's going off at 7.30 and you wake up at 6, you're going to be like, oh, I can't fall back asleep. I'm going to be up until 7.30 or whatever, right? Yeah. I, this is my life tip. If you're a person who wakes up at like 3 in the morning, 5 in the morning, and you're just like, fuck, I can't get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. This is what I do, and it works every time. What? So when you wake up at 6, knowing that you got to get up at 7.30, mm -hmm. you're thinking like, damn, I have to wake up so soon. Mm -hmm. This sucks. I'm so sleepy, but mm -hmm. I can't fall asleep, right? Yeah. What I do is I wake if I'm waking up at 6 and i got to wake up at 7.30, I think to myself, 
oh, hells yeah, I got another hour and a half to go, and then I pass right out. Okay, so it's funny, though. Why don't you tell the world what time you actually wake up? Well, I wake up at like 8.15. <laughs> I, make it, I go into work for 9.30, so I wake up at 8.15, check Facebook for 20 minutes, shower yeah. for 10 minutes, uh, put some product in my hair, and then walk out the door. <laughs> And I'm already at work by the time you wake up. Yeah, but the, the point's not about when you wake up. It's just if you wake up and you're like, crap, I can't fall back asleep. Yeah. Just be happy knowing that I have another, whether it's an hour or 20 minutes, be like, I still have another 20 minutes of precious mm-hmm. sleep. I think for me, it's now because I'm so tired and I can't see our clock because it's a fair <laughs> distance away. I never know what time it is anyway. So I'm always trying to like squint to see it. I'm yeah. Like, is it four? Is it five? <laughs> like, I'm just going to pass out. So. Well, either way, that was one of John's life tips. <laughs> life. life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch trip, this is John's life tips. Yo, guy, why don't I have a valid point anymore? Girl, you know that's a valid point. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I think we only did that once. Yeah, it was supposed to be a whole strand. Yeah, valid points was a whole thing about when you would, like, have a valid point, and it rhymed because your name is Val. Yeah. And we did that once, and it never got back in. Dude, I make a lot of good points. Well, this is what we're going to have. Oh, it sucks. If you reminded me at the start of the show, you could have had about five valid points about my <laughs> about my laundry. Yeah. So look, we'll talk about stuff. If you sass me, that'll be a valid point. Just remind me. Done. Girl, you know that's a valid point. Okay. Um, I had oh, a... Yeah. What? I was going to say it's a birthday shout-out, too, because it's Ash's birthday. Yeah. Today and we can't be in Ottawa. There's your shout out. Mm-hmm. You you were waiting, cherry picking to get a birthday yep. girl. I was like, I gotta choose the appropriate shout out. Choo choo choose that. <laughs> yeah. That's the one crappy thing too is uh, since again I'm not in Ottawa for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Ashley's birthday is October 10th, mm-hmm. which is always Thanksgiving weekend. So it kind of lucks out that I usually get to go home for turkey and then get to see some friends and do this mm-hmm. and that. But sadly, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just have to play Grand Theft Auto Five later on. Woe is me. Which is very good. I just got finished killing a prostitute after uh, <laughs> after we did something. And oh. I stole her money. Actually, you know what the best part? Yeah. My favorite thing is you can do little games where it's like someone mugs someone. And you can go beat up the mugger, take his money, and then return it to the person. And then you can get like a reward. Okay. So if I beat up a guy who stole a wallet... Yeah. I give the wallet back to the to the woman, and then I get like ten bucks as a reward. So Aww, the f- so it's like a good Samaritan game. Well, it is until I do what I do. What I do is I go, I beat up the mugger, mm-hmm. uh, stomp his head, and take the wallet back or the purse back to the woman. Mm-hmm. So give me a ten dollar reward to walk away, then I'll beat her up and just take her wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so horrible. It's you know what? That's like one of the nicest things that anyone that people do in Grand Theft Auto. If you I have no knowledge of this game, so anything you say to me is going to shock me. <laughs> it's just basically, there's lots of missions to do, but the great mm-hmm. thing that everyone seems to like is you can just literally, even if you beat the game, you can walk around and shoot people or, or drive away and get chased by cops. So it's it's a lot of fun. Crazy. Okay, we're already at 43 minutes, and there's a few other things I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And we're going to have to try and get this all in, so... Would you rather talk about Halloween or Kanye West? Ooh, Halloween. Halloween, okay. So I think we've probably mentioned it before, but Halloween 
is by far our favorite holiday of the year. Definitely. And as always, we'd have a big party at Club 605 where everyone comes out yeah. to our place. I think it's, we've been doing it for like the past like four years. Well, actually, I guess this would only be three <laughs> years because we've been living here three years. Oh, yeah. So we always have like big parties. No, we... I had one at my old house, at Mikey's house. I wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> so How was me, that party? It was fantastic. What were you for that? Do you remember? No. <laughs> I, okay. Well, since we're talking about Halloweens that mm-hmm. we weren't at, one of my crazier Halloweens... Mm-hmm. I feel like we should definitely have like Ferris and Maddie on and talk about parties, but yeah. Halloween has just always been like an epic, crazy, yeah. like shit show. We did one party at Ferris's place. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went, we always go to the supermarket usually. Yeah. But the year, either the year I knew you or the year before I knew you mm-hmm. was Sean. No, this was, I was at, I was at Rogers because Bill was involved. Mm-hmm. So there was a Halloween probably if we'd been dating four and a half years, five years ago. So mm-hmm. I probably knew you, but just not, we weren't talking or anything. Right. And so Sean, Dan, and myself were going to a club, Andy Pool Hall, because mm-hmm. Dahlia was DJing there. Yeah. And I was to- telling my other friend at work, Bill, that he should come out there. And I think he was bringing his brother and just people who I talked. This is before I really knew any of you guys. Yeah. I don't even – Ferris wasn't even there yet, like no. in the picture. So we all went to that, and that year, there was about three years in a row where I liked being kid-sized costumes for Halloween. Yeah. And this year, uh, that year I was kid-sized Wolverine, <laughs> which is funny because you're a grown adult with like legs that come up to your knees <laughs> and like the arms come up to your elbows. <laughs> and you just look – I just look ridiculous because I'm a yeah. kid. And I can't take full credit because Matt – did that one uh, early. That's where I got the idea from my oh, friend I didn't Matt. Know that. Yeah. He and I think a bunch of his friends went as kid sized Ninja Turtles. Aww. And I was like, that's a hilarious I idea. I just want to see a picture of that. Me too. I don't yeah. know if they have any, but so that's where I got that idea and oh, I did it for like three years. Uh, but anyway, so this year when I was kid sized Wolverine, mm-hmm. Dan was Penguin. Nice. That's, where, that's what he's famous for giant penguin costume. Mm-hmm. And I think Sean was Slash or something. <laughs> but I remember like, so we just. The three of us got lit up that night. Just a lot of drinking. Right. Sorry, Dad, but all the good podcast stories are about drinking. So I got to tell <laughs> this one. As he's always like, you're drinking a lot. <laughs> I'm like, they make for good stories. So Sean went to some other party. Uh-huh. And then Dan and I went to Andy Pool Hall. Yeah. And I met up with some people there. And things got crazy. And there's lots of drinking. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Then Sean came and met us and all this stuff. Uh-huh. But the funny part was I got to a point where I was just like, okay, I'm done. I got to go home because I've yeah. had so much to drink. Okay. And sometimes when I've had a lot to drink, I don't necessarily tell people if I'm leaving. Yes, so, I know. So this night, I just ended up leaving. Like, I, I didn't tell anyone. I think I was on the dance floor going crazy. I took a shot. I'm like, oh, God, I got to go home. <laughs> I'm going to die. And I just slipped out the club, walked home, and went uh, went to bed. Uh-huh. Well, cut to the next morning. When I wake up, ha- hungover, obviously, slash probably, because I don't remember. Uh-huh. And I look at my phone, and there is about 30 text messages and, like, 20 voicemails. Yeah. I was like, what? 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 What's going on right now? Yeah. And I'm hungover, and I check all the text messages, and it's like, Sean and Dan. Sean, where are you? Where are you? Dan, did you leave? Sean, what's going on? Dan, are we going somewhere <laughs> else? Even I think Bill's just like, where are you at? Aw, everyone's cut, so concerned Cut the voicemail, yeah. Dan being like, uh, are you still here? Or because we're getting ready to leave. Aww. So it turned out I didn't tell anyone I was leaving. Yeah. And for, like, the rest of the night, Sean and Dan were, like, looking for me. Jerk! And they said the, one of the funny parts was they went to the washroom, and they were, like, banging on stalls, <laughs> being like, John, are you in there? And they, <laughs> they went, probably thought you passed out. 
And they went to one and they banged on the door saying, John, are you in there? Yeah. And this guy went, yeah, I'm in here. <laughs> and then he came out and he's just, they're just like, you're not John. He's like, my name's John. He's like, you're not the John we're looking for. Oh, poor lonely John. And they said they went like outside to the bouncer at the front of the club. Like, have you seen a guy in a kid-sized Wolverine costume walk out? <laughs> And I guess I snuck around him because the guy's like, no, I didn't see. He's like, I would have remembered a kid-sized wolf. Dude. And, your two best guy friends. And then I think they walked home and they saw that I like threw my costume all across <laughs> the street. They probably thought you got mugged. Probably. But when I, when I, it's always a tradition after Halloween to like get rid of part of my costume. Yeah, I think we always do too. So like they saw my claws at like, you know, college and Bathurst. And then they got to Spadina and saw my <laughs> mask and all this. Well, I thought you were like freaking like abducted. Yeah. <laughs> like. I don't know, declothed. But it's just Halloween's always so much fun. Yeah. I could tell about 10 other stories. I'll save them. I know. We should do like a best of like birthday, like a best event podcast because I feel like they're becoming like pretty freaking legendary these days. Well, we should get you, me, Ferris, and maybe Maddie. Maybe mm-hmm. we can all share a, a fourth mm-hmm. mic or something. Yeah. Maybe even Halloween if they come over early, we'll get some drinks going and just mm-hmm. we'll talk party stuff. Totally. But, we should get like a snowball mic. For that, so you can just yeah. put it in the middle and just randomly talk. Well, just a reminder: if you go to www.liveat605.podomac.com, <laughs> there is a PayPal button which no one's ever donated money. Okay, so this year, should we talk a little bit about what we're doing this year for Halloween? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. We're having the party here at Club Six Hundred Five. We have anywhere from twenty to forty-five people coming <laughs> over. Yeah. Most I think likely it's like thirty. Well, my guess will be more like forty-nine or something like Christ. that. Okay. Uh, and then we might go out to a club. We usually go to supermarket, but mm-hmm. our friends who DJ there aren't DJing there this year. I know, which sucks. So whether or not we go back there or we just keep it all here. Mm-hmm. The pro- the cool- go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say the cool thing about uh, Club 605 now is that previously, um, in previous being like literally John's birthday this year for the past two years that we've lived here, we've had pretty intense neighbors whereby the people living across the hall from us were like a f- – full-grown family yeah. with a baby and like every 10 seconds they'd knock on our door being like it's too noisy whereas we could hear this damn baby cry for her friggin life every yeah. 10 seconds and we never bitched once for sure and i'd be studying opposite side the wall and it literally looked like she hated her life like she hated her parents she just wanted to leave yeah finally now october 31st 2013 yeah. we now have clubber kids on the other side of our wall and crazy and, potheads on the other yeah, side so the rastafarians in this club or bags <laughs> will clearly not care that we throw a party no here's my one thing though was one time sean and dan were over and we were just watching hockey listening to music mm-hmm. and like a security guard walked by and banged on the door saying turn it down you gotta keep it down or whatever and we weren't mm-hmm. partying the only thing that i'm not nervous but it's just i don't want it to be like one in the morning and then I'm sure they won't complain our neighbors, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have to like come talk to a security guard in like a crazy costume at like one in the morning and be like, uh, See, I, I know I look like a crazy guy, but I know. I think for me, it's more like on Halloween, it's like licensed to be loud. Yeah. If, if it was like a regular, like, I don't know, like November, Just like, a, no- like a yeah. normal Saturday, I'd be more like, okay, no, but yeah. I feel like the street and everything is going to be like super loud anyway. So yeah, no, that's, that's a good point everyone's going to be going crazy that weekend. So it might just mm-hmm. be like, unless you get a noise complaint, which won't happen. Yeah. But because our thing is too, we always, I always try to remind you is we always have the pre-party at our house and mm-hmm. then we go out to the club mm-hmm. and sometimes you're just like, people aren't showing up in t- or people aren't 
whatever it is. I'm just yeah. like, remember, this is the pre-party where you're only supposed to have like a drink or two, <laughs> but our pre-parties always turn into the main parties. Yeah. So we we might just have to make this whole thing just a party at, at our place. I can't even. I think it was your birthday or like. An, well, I think it's like a lot of our parties. Like Jason, it's always Jason for me in my head. It's because he brings like eight people with him. <laughs> it's Jason who's always like, "Let's just stay here. We'll yeah. have more fun here." That's true. And, then they, and I'm like, "Ah, we can't stay in the house." I'm also just worried that somebody's gonna fly through our TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing about our parties is there's always two or three people who we never invite, who we don't know, who just come show and like up. show up. And then for whatever reason, they just sass me. <laughs> One time, I don't even know who this person was. We were doing karaoke. I think it was for – I can't even remember what party. It may have been your birthday or – At our house. Yeah. We had karaoke going. Yeah. And so we, my parents got us a great karaoke machine, which everyone loves. Mm-hmm. And then so I was kind of passing the mic to people. Okay, who wants to do the next song? Mm-hmm. I'll – some people were kind of slow to get into it, so yeah. I was singing a lot of songs with people. And then some woman is just like, give me that mic. You're not singing again. I was like, who are you? Can I put this out there, though, amongst being a podcast talk or John is totally telling the story inaccurately, no. first of all. So on my birthday, John's lovely parents got us a karaoke <laughs> set. And all John and Dan did for 20 minutes. If you see a faded sign <laughs> at the side of the road, it says 15 miles to the... Do it, Dan. Love With shack. saying love shack. So the person who probably sassed you was not like they want to sing, but just to stop you and Dan from hogging the freaking mic and screaming at the top of your lungs. No, I just remember being very fair trying to pass it around. No, you and weren't. then Okay. <laughs> Either Not way, in the least, because Tammy and I stole it from you, and we're like, we're gonna say. Well, there was that. There was some other random time where some we were having another raging party. And two other people walked in, like, Ugh. they came up to me like, this apartment is stupid or something. I was like, who are you? <laughs> okay, but my favorite cameo <laughs> stopover is still when I don't know what party it was, and there's like. I was in the music room, and then somebody knocked on the door, and it was like an old, <laughs> old woman, woman with a cane, and she's like, oh, hello, and I'm like, oh, hello, and then I was like, I think you have the wrong apartment, she's like, I'd rather be here, and I'm like, you can come in Everyone's like, come in. <laughs> right? She's like, I might be back, and I'm like, okay, just don't hit me with your cane. <laughs> can I tell you the best cane story? So... <laughs> Okay, so I can't remember if this is a Halloween story or this is just my friend Alistair being Alistair. <laughs> so I think my friend Lillian, who recently just got engaged. Congrats, congratulations. Congrats. She is awesome. Um, what you even call it? We were at her then boyfriend's house, who is, I believe, one who of she's the, not getting married no. to. No. <laughs> um, but it, I think it was one of Alistair's friends. And for whatever reason, he came in a top hat and cane this guy's house maybe it was halloween but i'm not it very well might have not been and so we went there and the woman had like a ferret one of the roommates and we were like what the hell is this it's so weird yeah and it was like sitting in the kitchen and then like i think that's when we discovered absence oh god this is not the one that makes you like hallucinate yeah and so now think of you will alistair having a cane there's a ferret and there's a bottle of absinthe going around. Okay. He ended up, like, one of the girls ended up holding the ferret up her, like, neck, essentially, okay. like, to pet it. And then he got so freaked out, he took his cane and, like, almost caned her in the neck. Oh, my it God. Was a, it was, like, hilarious, but, like, the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life. 
Didn't he cane someone another night? Like, didn't he yank him? Like, how old people yank you off the stage with a cane? I think so. <laughs> my fa- okay, so straight up. So my high school friends, who John all knows, and I feel like I've dropped all of their names a fair bit. They're awesome. Um, they're amazing. Miranda was one of them from yeah, previous pet pod. peeves. Pet peeves. We gotta fame. get her back on. Do She's more pet peeves. So she can sass me. One of my favorite. I can't remember what hall. It could have just been a regular day, but I can't remember what holiday it was. We all went drinking. It might have been New Year's, and this is way before your time, John. But um, bum, 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 bum. we went to this club, and Alistair got so wasted, right? And the, that song, I Got Friends in, in Low Places. places. Um, and it really had been out for a while, but he was obsessed with this song. And so we got kicked out of the place. And then he is so wasted, and like he ran back in and hid in like under the coats. Okay. <laughs> and all you see is like me, Lily, and Miranda, Chris, and everyone being like, Alistair, where the hell are you? We have to go. We're getting kicked out of this place. And all you see is Alistair, like his two eyes underneath the coats, being like giggling. Do you see the coats? Oh, really? Like, going up and down. And then he like gets out. He's like, Val, I think I need to puke. I'm like, okay. So we go into this alley. And I'm like, there's this, like, white Mercedes and, like, a dumpster. And I'm like, Alistair, there's a dumpster. Go puke in it. He's like, fuck this shit. And he, like, pukes on the white Mercedes. And I'm like, you're such a jerk. Right? And then he, like, walks over. And the best part ever is he's, like, going to puke again. But he hit his head on, like, a a ledge. (laughs) And it started bleeding. So we're like, what the hell is going on? So we're like, Alistair, we just need to get you into this car. Get into a cab, rather. Mm-hmm. So we're walking down the street. He's just singing, I got friends in low places. We finally get him into the cab, and he just starts screaming the song oh to, like, the God. cab driver. And the cab driver's like, get the hell out of my cab. Oh, God. So he made Alistair walk all the way home. And the whole way home, he just kept singing the song. And then somebody else joined in. It was very <laughs> lovely. <laughs> I think... Alistair has one of like the best like he he has one story that's like truly makes him like the best friend ever yeah which involves you <laughs> and we don't have to tell the whole prior to the story okay. you, uh, let's just tell the part basically <laughs> you, you guys were out I remember I think one of the first times you, when we started dating you're like mm-hmm. oh you gotta meet all my friends and mm-hmm. I think this is when you told me about Alistair this one story I'm like wow that's a that's a good dedicated awesome friend <laughs> So, I don't know if you want to tell or if you want me to... I can tell it. It's fine. You can fill in the colorful blanks if I leave any out. So, we went partying another day um, prior to John. And it was me and my high school peeps. And we went to this club in Toronto called Tonic. Oh, I'm which already is horrible. I don't even know why. Because me and my... You guys like, aren't clubbers. We're not clubbers by any means. But we used to go to, like, rock clubs and dance. Or we just, like, dancing. Yeah. And we're all still the same way. Like, you know, get music going, whatever. It is it is what it is. But either way, Tonic is a very clubbers club. And I don't know why we were there. But we were there. And I had gotten, like, hands down drunk. About to go ham. ham. Right? And I got put in there for an, of a drunk tank. <laughs> Right? Which is basically like 
a friggin' holding cell at the bottom of this huge staircase. A drunk tank always sounds like a bad idea because it's like you're just getting thrown in there with like 10 other drunks. It's like that just seems like chaos. Yeah. Like something good's not going to happen. I remember me and like two other people sitting in there and it just was like a giant square with like benches essentially <laughs> around the perimeter. But the, the tricksy part, and this is how they get you, uh-huh. was all the stairs because there's no way in hell if you're wasted, you're going to try and walk up all these damn stairs. Yeah. And I was just like, I just got to go. Right? And then... Um, I finally, they let me out, and it's like, three in the morning, we're outside, thing, and, um, which, um, speak of the devil, Alistair just texted me. What do you say? I don't know, he just come, Alistair Circo just mentioned me on a Facebook tag, so now I'm curious to what the hell's going on. Read it, read Uh, it. hold on. So basically, I'll fill in the rest of the story. Is you're sitting on the curb. Cut fast forward a little bit later on in the night. You and Alistair are sitting on the curb outside the club, and you had just uh, thrown up. Yeah. And you were feeling kind of sad and embarrassed or whatever. And oh, hold on. This is actually really interesting. What? So Alistair just texted or posted on Facebook. He's like, new favorite song, Val Gomez, for your song question from Saturday. Um, I had asked um, Alistair for my sizzle reel to be like, can you suggest a really cool song um, to use in my sizzle reel? And his suggestion was Jake Bug's Lightning Bolt. You which, know who likes Jake Bug? Uh-huh. Sean Batty of Boys Town Brew fame. Whoa. He's in love with uh, Jake Bug, who's actually a really – cool artist who's like only 18 years old but he yeah. sounds a little bit like is he british yeah yeah so back to the junk tank yeah so where do you leave off i just said you guys were like sitting on the curb and you just thrown yeah. up so i was like oh i gotta puke and the worst part is it's like this is before we all lived in toronto so it wasn't like going back to like club 605 or anything i had to go back to my parents house so i just puked all over the street and then I started crying because that's what I would do after I start puking. Yeah. And I'm like, everyone's staring at me. Ah! And Alistair, being the bestie that he is, was like, don't worry, Val. He's like, nobody will stare at you. I'll deter the attention to me. And I was like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And then he's like, I'll start puking. And so Alistair, because he's the best guy ever, shoves two fingers down his throat yeah. and starts puking right beside me. <laughs> so to take the attention away from G when I stop puking it's now him that's hilarious I need him to teach me how to do that like Sunday mornings after I've been drinking and I'm like I just need to throw up I think that is amazing no that I remember that's one of my favorite stories I'm like wow that's a good friend because I've never well I've never really been in that situation being the pukey or the puker yeah but if I was a 21 year old girl sitting on a curb after getting too drunk at tonic yeah I would love to have a guy puke next to me sweet honestly my high school friends are the best friends you could have when you're drunk because they have picked my ass up carried it out puked beside me and held my hair back oh yeah we, we gotta get alistair on the podcast sometime because i'm sure i liked it everyone liked the one with miranda a lot because it's yeah. like a glimpse into your past you, which you, is why people liked when ashley was on too because totally. we got a bit of a glimpse so the best thing you can do is relationships with alistair because he can tell you the story about his girlfriend who is in a cult Oh, true story. Cool. And try to indict him. Crazy. <laughs> well, speaking of people who might be in cults, I think it's time we get into a was it worth the hassle? <laughs> so this story, you technically know it, but I'll tell it and you tell me what you would have done in the situation. And it's funny because I think this may have 
No, it wasn't it wasn't Thanksgiving. This was probably Easter weekend. Okay. So this is when we fir- we moved into our apartment 605 in April. Mm-hmm. Was it April? No, it was no, March, March. March 1st. Yeah. So March 1st, we moved into this <clears throat> this building through, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. And when's Easter? Is that in April? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, I clear my throat. <clears> throat> <Yeah>. <clears> throat> Keep that in. <clears throat> So Easter weekend, when we had been in this place for almost two months, and <laughs> this is when, you know, when you first move in with a girl or move in with a guy, you get to know each other. Yeah. And what I got to know about you is that when you're drying your hair, yeah. I should not be vacuuming <laughs> because we blow fuses in the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Let me put it out there. I think I have a 2,000 watt hair dryer. Is that big or small? It's pretty big. Okay. It's like pretty powerful. Like I think... Whenever I go back to Ottawa and I use your sisters, it's only like 1,200 or something. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I have too much hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize that. Uh, either way, you're blow-drying your hair. I was like, oh, I'll be a good guy and vacuum the living room. Mm-hmm. I plug in the vacuum. As soon as I turn it on. And it's Good Friday. Good Friday. So all that we blow a fuse in our apartment. So every, like the kitchen's out, the living room. I think bathroom. the bathroom only maybe no everything was out. Maybe the bedroom was maybe up. Maybe the bedroom. And I remember being like, "Holy shit!" Like you were getting ready to go out and meet our friend Arini, right? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe even your parents were coming the next day or something. Something. No, people were coming over that night. I think. Oh yeah. It, something was going on where it's like we need to figure this out. Yeah. And like you said, it was like Good Friday. Yeah. So I'm like, I couldn't even go to Canadian Tire to like get a fuse or something mm-hmm. because first of all, we didn't have fuses uh, like in the house in the house to change them and i was like oh i don't even know how to change a fuse because i've never blown anything <laughs> in my old apartment mm-hmm. and anything else that got blown my dad fixed in the house mm-hmm. or crazy old lady who i lived with fixed or whatever <laughs> so i remember it being like you're like well i gotta get the heck out of here yeah i couldn't even call uh our property management because all the offices were closed because it was good friday right so i'm like the power is out People were coming over that night. It may have even been your family for like Easter weekend or something mm-hmm. like that. I was like, holy shit. The stores are all closed. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to do. So the thing is, our property management, there's an emergency line which you can call. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if there's ever been an emergency, <laughs> this is one right now because... Well, I can't dry my hair. <laughs> I, you can't dry your hair or whatever. So I remember you left to go meet our friend. Mm-hmm. And I ended up calling the emergency line. Being very, you know, some people would call the emergency line being like, my power's out, come fix it. Mm-hmm. What I did was, I'm like, oh, hi, I'm sorry to bug you. Happy Easter. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, as the beer's kicking in <laughs> and I'm just burping up the storm. I'm like, sorry to bug you. I wasn't able to reach management. I can't get a hold of, of the supers or anything. But the we blew a fuse in our apartment. I can't get to any stores. Just wondering if you could maybe get a hold of the super and help us out. Mm-hmm. The woman is very nice. She's like, yeah, definitely. She's like, are you at your apartment now? I said, yes. She's like, okay, the super will be there shortly, right? (laughs) So I'm waiting there, sitting there in the dark. Someone knocks on the door. Mm -hmm. Open the door. It's the super. And I'd Mm -hmm. never seen them before because I usually didn't need the super. Mm -hmm. If I had a problem, I'd just wash my dishes in the bathtub. I didn't need anyone to fix stuff. You did that for nine months. Yeah. So this guy comes in. And let me describe what he looked like. Short. Uh, very, very, pretty thin but muscular. So good mm-hmm. shape. Short though, I'd say probably five eight or five nine. Mm-hmm. 
He was, he had hair on the side, but was bald How is on that top. that short? You're not even that much taller than 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, 5'8", five, for a guy is short. Is it? Yeah, like, I'm 5'11". <laughs> this is, you look at a 5'8". I feel like in my head, a guy who's short is like 5'4". No, because someone like Little Wayne, I think is 5'7", and he's short. Okay. Like, if you, like, I'd say I'm normal height, right? Like yeah. Like, 5'11", I'm, I'm a hair under, if not a hair over 6. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and you, how tall are you? Like five six. Five six. So you're you're a good like your average size yeah. uh, for a lady. <laughs> so someone who's a little bit taller than you, because mm-hmm. I can put my chin on your head. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and that's not a weird sexual thing or anything. <laughs> when we stand up because we measure each other, I'm like I can put my chin on your head. <laughs> Why are you so weird? <laughs> Put my chin on your head. I put my chin on your head. I put my chin on your head. <laughs> so, either way, this guy's a little under average height. Do you need some water? Can he sit under your chin? <laughs> oh, uh, not comfortably, but yes. Okay. From on my tippy toes, my chin rests on his bald ass head. And here's the thing: he's bald. He has hair on the side, but you know what's on top of his bald ass head? What? A fucking scorpion tattoo. <laughs> So in walks this short, lean, muscular, bald man okay. with a scorpion tattoo on his head. How big is it? It's big that you notice it from far away. Is it like clawing to the front of his head? Yeah, it takes up basically his whole bald head. Is it bald like the guy from Home Alone when he burns his head with the skull cap? Yeah, just think, you know the guys who are bald on top but have hair on the side? Yes. That's what he had. Okay. So to cover up the baldness, he put a scorpion tattoo. <laughs> Quickly recap, five foot eight, mm-hmm. muscular but short, maybe whatever, mm-hmm. bald with a scorpion tattoo, mm-hmm. and this is this is how he talks. Okay, uh, oh, okay, yeah, this this would be him. Yeah, hi, how's it going? I'm the super. Oh my god! So he sounded like a southern gentleman from yeah. like like the sixties or something. Yeah. And so the first thing, so I'm like, okay, this guy's kind of weird because he's I've. I, Someone with a tattoo in their head. Yeah. It's kind of throwing me off guard. And okay. this is this is our whole interaction. He comes in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and need you not to call the emergency line again on me. Because this is something you can go down, do on your own, okay? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, all the stores are closed. Yeah, you're going to need to get your own fuses from now on. Because if the stores are closed, the stores are closed. Because <laughs> I'm not going to come back up here and help you again, okay? You guys can't tell. John has the creepiest eyes when he's He had doing... creepy eyes. He had like beady crazy eyes and so he was here for like 10 minutes now inside the apartment by ourselves no one knows he's here except for the emergency line he could very well kill me if he wanted to and he just would go on and on sassy and be like yeah this is something that the super does not do okay if you call me again don't do it don't call this don't call the emergency line okay because i'm really busy i don't need you doing this for me okay and he just continued to sass me and i'm like you guys know me i can get a little sassy but i'm like i I was assessing the situation, mm-hmm. and my question to you, was it worth the hassle? What would you do, this bald man with the, with the, with the scorpion tattoo trying to bring you light who's sassing you? <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> you talk like you talk. I just burst out laughing. I don't even know what to do. I'd be like, okay, just tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think what I basically did, I just, I just kind of took it, because <laughs> obviously part of him was right, where it's like I, we should have our our own fuses. Yeah. But the time was I'd never blown a fuse before. No. Now we have fifteen fuses. Yeah. 
And but he was just kind of creepy and crazy, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and need you not to call me again for something <laughs> like this. I'm gonna give you two fuses. Here's one for the thing, and here's one backup. So don't go ahead and call me again." <laughs> Cut to two years later when I was trying to get a parking pass mm-hmm. for someone to come park here, and no parking pass was given to us. So I went to the management office. Usually we can call or email them. And I need something the day of. So I went there, talked to a lady, really nice. I need a parking pass. It never came in. She's like, oh, your parking pass didn't come in. And the guy on duty who's supposed to give it was a scorpion tattoo guy. I hadn't really seen him in like the year and a half. And he came up. He just walked up. It's like, yeah, I never got that request. You never gave me a request. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I was was feeling sassy. I'm like, you win always. I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't give you a request. And His scorpion tattoo gives him a free pass for sass. It does. I'm going to try, and if I ever see him, take a, t- a picture to post, post it. But I'm afraid for my life if he caught me doing yeah, it. Yeah, so. thank you. <laughs> so anyways, that was my chin on the forehead. <laughs> was it worth the hassle? <laughs> well, seeing as we're at an hour and 12 minutes and 25 seconds, should we maybe wrap this up? Yeah, you should order dinner first. Should we... Oh, good point. Let's pause this bad boy, mm-hmm. order dinner, and, and then, then ride it out. Exactly. Now, that's a seamless transition right there. <laughs> you wouldn't know it was a transition if I didn't put in the doo-doo-doo. <laughs> we just ordered dinner. Yes. Should we tell them what we ordered? Pizza. Pizza. So if we're still podcasting when the person orders up, maybe I can take the phone call and be like, come on up, apartment 605, Ooh. buzz. But it's also 40 minutes away, so we might just end this bad boy. <laughs> But who knows? Maybe they'll come really quickly. Maybe. I'm starving. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I only had cereal this morning and a piece of chicken in a Starbucks. <laughs> Jealous. You got Starbucks? I feel like when John and I are busy, uh, we don't eat, which is such bullshit because boys lose weight easier, yet I'm not eating as much, and I feel like I've not lost weight. But well, when my aunt saw you, she said you looked fantastic and it looked like you lost a lot of weight. Not that you need to lose any weight. Well, well you're not like rolling me around with like a wheelbarrow or I'm not greasing you up and then <laughs> putting you through doors or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's so funny. So like I can't remember and I'm not good at telling jokes, but this isn't a good joke or it's not even a joke. Okay. Have you seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness? Yes. And remember how Will Smith something was with water because he's like... He doesn't drink as much water anymore or something. Yeah. I said that to one of my colleagues at work. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. I don't drink as much water anymore because I feel like ghost piano. Whoa. Dehydrated all the time. And then he's like, oh, it's like the pursuit of happiness kind of thing. When you take time to drink water, you're less efficient. What? That piano? As opposed to cocaine or something? No, I don't know. It's just like. When you're hydrated, or, I don't know. See, I can't tell stories. <laughs> Here's a joke for you. It's very, it's in time for Thanksgiving, uh. and it's very current in pop culture. What does Miley Cyrus eat for Thanksgiving? I don't know what. Twerky. Ah. Uh, because she twerks. Did you just make that up? No, someone on Twitter posted it. <laughs> well, can I tell you the joke that I made up? Go. Which you like? <laughs> what did the hobo say when he fell fell down the stairs? <laughs> I hurt my bum. <laughs> I made the complete original John Mallon joke. So if anyone out there starts using that joke post October 13th, whenever this day I'm recording it, you know it's John Mallon. That's 15th. Uh, yeah, I, I made up that joke. How many people can say they made up a joke? What did the hobo say when he fell down the stairs? I hurt my bum. I think that's a good story. 
Okay, there's just one last thing I'll talk about, and then we'll end this bad boy. Well, is I've been getting into some serious like death stares with people at the gym. Okay. Oh, gonna, so really, I'm you're gonna, just gonna end this podcast? Well, I'm gonna bring it back full circle because oh, I okay. mentioned the gym earlier. Yeah. I was at the gym two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and well, every time I go to the gym, I like to go and people watch. Okay. But as everybody knows, sometimes I get into conflicts like homeless Gallagher. Okay. And our battle over the machine. <laughs> I stopped going when he goes, so I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. But he's also homeless, so he might just be doing something else. I don't know. <laughs> but there is – I was doing the uh, elliptical two okay. weeks ago, and I was facing the treadmills in front of me. Right. I saw this woman. She was a mother, and she was doing her treadmill thing. How do you know she was a mother? Because her daughter comes into play. Ooh. So her daughter, who was three and a half, four years old – Okay. Comes from out of nowhere, unsupervised, mm-hmm. just walking around this gym by herself. I don't know where she came from. Okay. When you got people like Homeless Gallagher, you keep an eye on your kid in, in this place, totally. right? So she comes over to his to her mother, and her mom's just like, oh, go take my phone. Go sit over there and, and play whatever, right? Okay. Like, I'm just – I have my headphones on. I'm just watching them because that – Sometimes it helps you get through the gym is when you get to people watch because oh, hands down. It's just like I don't want to be here. I'd rather be eating pizza or chicken wings or something, right? Yeah. So I'm watching this interaction. The daughter goes and sits down. Mm-hmm. This is the other thing that pisses me off about the gym. Okay. She goes and sits down on a free machine. Well, it's like uh, okay. It's like what if I want to go over there and start pumping some iron? Yeah. Get off the the dumbbell. Especially because there's benches and stuff. Yeah, but either way, so she does that for five minutes, and she comes back to her mom, gives her the phone back, bored. Mm-hmm. And so the mom's on the treadmill, so the treadmill is like going really fast. And you know how it 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 goes and then it dips under and goes around like there's a little edge or something. Yeah, the treadmill. The treadmill. <laughs> the daughter, four, three or four years old, goes to the end of the treadmill. Put, starts putting her finger like into it, like, no. and goes like, so she's lightly doing it, and I'm looking at, it, and I'm my my eyes bug yeah. out, and I start giving it. Isn't there like people like the YMCA people like watching, like wandering no, obviously around? Obviously not. So I start giving the girl stink eye, and like the girl or the mom. Well, I look at the the girl and I look surprised, and I look up at the mom and give her like hardcore stink eye. Like I yeah. close one my right eye and open up my left eye, my eyebrow raises. And raises. Why do I sound like a California raisin there? Raises. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> and then the mom gave me back a death stare, being like, fuck off. This is my kid. And Are I'm you like, kidding me? At which point I thought to myself, well, her blood's on you right now. If something yeah. happens, I gave you the stink eye to go. Go not let your kid put her freaking yeah. hand in it. Because her treadmill. finger could have gone in. She could have got sucked into it or something. Yeah, or just like it could have got like jammed and stuff. Like that's so not cool. So she gave me stink eye. I gave her a stink eye. And it was just one of those situations. Was there anyone else at the gym who's watching this? No, this was another Saturday at like 2 o'clock. So it wasn't as busy. Okay. But then today, my other problem was I don't understand when fit people who go to the gym regularly don't wipe down a machine. Ew. I understand if... I've seen people in, like, jeans and sweaters go there, and it's, like, clearly they don't know any better. They're just dumb. Yeah. But today I saw someone who's really fit and yeah. good shape using this machine, and then he never wiped it down. That's disgusting. And he also was really loud, so he was, like, pumping iron, and mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh, Like, he was, like, <laughs> smashing them together going, ah, <laughs> I was like, first of all, nobody cares that you're yelling. Like, good for you for pumping 80 pounds. I'm doing 60. Like, fuck off out of here. Do you want to yell? 
a little bit, but I yell inside. Okay. And then he never wiped down his machine. So I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. understand when people who are in shape, who oh. go to the gym a lot, don't wipe down shit. Ugh. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Oh, I think it's disgusting. Like, I also think it's disgusting in this day and age, especially because it's like your sweat. Like, you know you're secreting shit. Like, that's just ridiculous. Like, what happens if, like... I don't know. I had like jam on my hands and went on a machine and just kept jam hands (laughs) pumping iron and stuff and then didn't wipe down the machine. Like you don't know where your hands have been. That's disgusting. Yeah, it just it bugged me. I was in no mood for that. So I was like, just do it around me. I will sass you and be like, where are your manners? See, my thing with the gym is and this is like a contributing factor as to why like you and I have to hang out together on like machines and stuff is because i always feel like they're trying to like make me sign up for the gold package yeah because that one time where the dude like fully like was stalking me and telling me like i have to do it this way and all this stuff so i try and keep to myself and not look at people at the gym that's why you gotta do what i do and get the big beats by dre headphones because the bigger the headphone the less people are going to talk to you oh and one last thing then we'll end this I always I hate the people on the street who like ask you to like stop for a minute like you have five minutes for mm-hmm. animal rights or whatever mm-hmm. like those uh, panhandlers or whatever. Mm-hmm. What I used I used to always be like oh sorry I don't have time and I put my headphones off whatever. Now what I do I make a game out of it mm-hmm. is they'll talk to me they'll wave they'll do their whole speech and I just look at them with dead eyes okay. and walk right by them and don't even say anything. I just stare at them and be like, no, I do not have time for you and your animal rights. <laughs> well, it's like funny, like when we were living at my parents' house, still me and Brandon, and like Jehovah's Witnesses used to come up to our door. Okay. And then Brandon answered the door once, and the guy's like, oh, do you want to be part of this, this? And we're already like Catholic, so it's like, how much more into that realm could you be? Yeah. And so Brandon's like, what's the deal with. What's the deal with this Noah kind of thing? <laughs> Why don't you, how did Jonah really get swallowed by the whale? And he would, like, patronize these poor people kind of thing. But just to the point where they'd be like, okay, we got to go now. Really? <laughs> like, score. One Brandon, Jehovah's Witnesses, zero. zero. <laughs> uh, I wish I had one fantastic line once I was walking home. Mm-hmm. This may have been right before I, I even knew who you were. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a Jesus freak who was yelling at me being, like. Is it the guy at Dundas Square? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Christ. No, not that guy. It's just like a, a, someone my age who just uh-huh. like, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I was uh-huh. like, huh? And then like he was walking with me. <laughs> He's like, you want to come to like this big Christian party tonight? And I was like, no. And he's just like, how are you going to know if Jesus loves you or not if you don't come? And I had like the best comeback. I don't no. remember. It was something just like, I don't know. I don't need Jesus to love me. I love myself or something like that. <laughs> I, I don't. That's not what it was, but okay. I had a I had a really good comeback. I have back. two stories on that note. Okay, so like on the I love me factor. So my friend Alistair's friend Paul or Adam, but we call him Polly. Um, is he either really tall and skinny, or is he like really fat and really pulley? Uh, first one. Okay, right? good. Um, but he's also friends with Lori, which is weird oh, really? because at Lori's birthday, because I was somewhere else prior, yeah. and I went to her party at supermarket and he was there and i was like weird um so you're at a, a bachelorette yes you were, yes right um so either way so polly broke up with this girl oh, and, <laughs> and she, she was like a nut bar or whatever so they're at the airport and she's like he's like just trying to like send her on the plane to like go home or whatever and then he's like okay i'm gonna go now and she's like don't leave she's like i love you and he's like okay and she's like but i love you i love you and he's like yeah, I love me too. What? <laughs> Center awake. 
Wow. <laughs> which was amazing. And then on the Catholics, um, Jesus note. So when Brandon <laughs> was getting, um, during his like confirmation or whatever, and they ask you like, do you reject Satan? Yeah. <laughs> Him and like a bunch of friends were like, I don't. <laughs> 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 and then he got in trouble. <laughs> I liked it at, at Benjamin's baptism <laughs> when the 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 priest or the yeah. went around. And he's just like, cause they, they, you all rehearsed it, I guess. But he's just like, it's like this wasn't in rehearsal. I want you all to tell me, all the parents, why you why your child getting baptism is important to you. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I need to preface what this baptism was like. Cause, okay, my brother's obviously a lot older than me, but they're like, the last baptism they went to was mine. <laughs> so that was what, like 28 years ago? Yeah. So clearly some baptisms have changed. There's an influx of people in Mississauga and Oakville now that you kind of never get asked personal questions during your baptism. So I think Brandon and Kim were taken a little aback when the priest made them like recite a little monologue as to why they were baptizing Benjamin. It's just funny. Like, he came up, and your brother gave a good answer, but he was, like, a longer answer. And then the priest was like, that's a great answer. Now, did everybody hear what he said? And everyone's <laughs> like, no. So he's like, he's like, Brandon, please repeat that. And then he's just like, uh. <laughs> he, like, came up with, like, a second answer. And he's like, not as good as your first one. <laughs> but I just remember his an- his original answer just made me laugh for whatever reason. Because it was insane. <laughs> and then, like, Benjamin was there just going, Pfft. To the priest. <laughs> it's also funny because Benjamin, because he's he just turned a year old, but he's like the largest, tallest child in the world so far, and he looked like even watching Kim like trying to like watch Ben get all the water thrown on him was like <laughs> holding him like a baby, like in her arms, looked like the weirdest thing ever because he was so big. He looked like oh oh pizza. Home, actually, home's calling me, so let's end this podcast, and I'll talk to you. And yet another seamless transition as <laughs> things just got really chaotic for a second. I was second. about to say, for like, a, this day is like for a Saturday, Thanksgiving, long weekend. This has been a very hectic podcast. I thought when the, my phone started ringing that it was the pizza coming, but it said home, so it was my folks calling. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I don't want to take this phone call on podcast. <laughs> but that's why I ended it so quickly, because I'm like, I can't miss their phone call. Yeah. And it, it was awesome. It was Pop's Malin, Mom's Malin. Sisters Jen, Katie, and Jen's husband Devin just calling to oh, wish nice. us a happy Thanksgiving. Rob wasn't there. Uh, he may have been, but I don't remember. Okay. And uh, shout out to Rob; he is awesome too. Mm-hmm. And they were just saying, my dad's like, we got two turkey legs here, but Devin just ate one. So Devin, Aww. I always get the turkey leg no matter what holiday it is. Sweet. But new brother-in-law over here just ate my turkey leg. So <laughs> Jen, I don't know. But shout out to Jen. She said she nominated me for the podcast awards nice. already. So I appreciate that. And now maybe we can end this properly without chaos unless the pizza guy calls again. <laughs> but this was fun. This was an hour and a half show mm-hmm. of us just kind of flying by the seats of our pants or whatever that yeah. saying is. And I think it got crazy towards the end as they always do, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And I think we should end this again to my left, your right, the award winner. Manager herself. (laughs) (laughs) Third time's a charm to end this, so we randomly just had a knock at the door and it was the pizza guy. (laughs) So I had to pause and go answer that before he left with the pizza. Didn't even buzz. Didn't buzz up.
So let's end this thing. bastard. My God. Usually our podcasts start with chaos. This week they're ending with with chaos. So I want to thank again my guest this week. To my left, you're right. I, I can't even call you a guest. You're just I you're just here. live at 605. Uh, Val Gomez. Thank you. Thank you for coming and sharing fun stories. And I realized we didn't even talk about Halloween, like what costumes we were going to be and stuff. Surprise, so surprise. We after don't... We'll talk about that yeah. later on. Uh, thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me in my own apartment. I'm looking forward to sleeping on our freshly cleaned laundry sheets. Ooh. And uh, let's end this because I'm hungry. Me too. And always remember chins on four. Chins <laughs> on your head. <laughs> chin chin on your head. Chin chin. Chin chin. And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, I like to reward you with my band of the week. So this week's band of the week is a very well-known band, but a song that maybe isn't so well-known with a couple of really big features. So it's actually one of my favorite all-time bands. I put them in the top top five to top seven, and the band is Gorillaz. You know, Damon Albarn, a blur fame. It's his band of cartoon characters, whatever. Love these guys to death. I saw them live with Dan. We talked about this before. But they're on a, I can't tell now if they're on a break or hiatus or whatever it is, but last year they got together and there's this thing, Converse, Converse Shoes, where they do really cool collaborations every year and they get a couple, like two or three really big artists, whether it's a rapper or a singer or a band, and they put them together to promote the shoes or whatever and they make a cool new song. So last year, Gorillaz got together with James Murphy, lead singer of LCD Sound System, and Andre 3000 of Outcast fame, and they put together this really good song. It's called Do You Thing. It's fantastic. I remember it came out last year. I loved it to death, but I just rediscovered it about three weeks ago when I was making the Halloween playlist for our Halloween party, and I played it for Val, and she loved it. I don't think she had heard it before, and now I've been listening to it every day, so I thought it's only right that I share with you the band of the week. This is Gorillaz featuring James Murphy, Andre 3000, it's called Do Your Thing. Now, I want to thank you guys all again for listening to this week's episode of Live at 605. As always, you can get in contact with me many different ways. Go to www.facebook.com slash live at 605. You'll see all the links there. You'll see my Twitter account. You can follow me at Malencamp. I'll follow you back. You can email me, live at 605 at gmail.com. If you don't have iTunes and you want to download it, Go to www.liveat605.podomatic.com. Follow me on Instagram. Just look for John Mallon. Follow me on Vine. Same name. And don't forget to Google the podcast awards. And make sure you vote for your boy over here, Live at 605. And hopefully I get a nomination. So that's it. It's been a lot of fun again this week. Until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. Be easy.
Word, automatopoeia. Boom. Quit acting like you don't wanna be here. Around and get jumped like leave your Glock in the glove, make you really wanna leave me alone. Get up, gone, gone. Okay, 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 back to the happy phones. Rap ain't nothing but auto talk niche. My good look pretty up there, right here. My plan past, my solid future. Ass not ass in the gorgeous coochie. I'm an pass, but you're into me. Summer got mad cause winter blooming. That juice of fruit, that's blue, just blue. Generation X on bloop to bloop. Get duke, gotta get duke, duke. Everybody hit the flow, we through the roof. Ha! Like a chimney, I commend me. How come it be? Some lame man, we can talk about, oh, he don't rap enough. Well, y'all rap a lot, and I'm like, rap it up, ho. You ain't Scarface, you ain't Willie D, you ain't Bushwick, you ain't killing me. Better play with your mom, Mr. Mama. Bet you still stay with your mom, Mr. Mama. Keep sleeping on my, I'ma rock my pajamas. In the daytime, I swear, I promise. Dad, sick and lace, I'm tired, nigga, face off. How come blacks don't play baseball? Y'all right, no, y'all can taste all this fly I stay finna take off. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Me fresh weed juice, you that thing. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Wait, you really slick, quick, no, you dang a dang. Better up, head erupts, a lava language and a vocal volcanic. If it ain't fixed, don't broke it, don't panic. If it ain't this, it ain't shit, it's shaming. If it ain't this, it ain't dope, it don't flush. And if it ain't hip, it don't hop, it ain't hush. Man, they sound like, man, they stole your man, they look like nobody ain't us. I do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Do your damn thing, do your thing a thing. Do your damn thing. 